أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم This is uh, an additional reflection on the Simply the Best series for students. Uh, this is discussing three concepts. Living life, loving life, and learning from life based on the prophetic sunnah and of course from the teachings of the Quran. Uh, number one is that Allah reminds us that uh, when there's something that's beautiful, that's truthful, that rests well in our soul and our hearts, that we can see with our spiritual heart and uh, understand it to be true, then we respond to it. And that's where people accepted faith. They saw the Prophet ﷺ and they said he's a truthful person. They saw the Prophet ﷺ and they were not able to belie his character. But it's with the signs of God that many people struggle with humility before. That means uh, if the Prophet ﷺ was from a different tribe, they would say, well, he's not from our tribe, even though we know he's telling the truth, and we know that he is the best among us. Some of the, if you want to call it arch nemeses, prior to, to accepting Islam, who are fighting the Prophet Muhammad would marry their daughters to him instead of the people that they were uh, recruiting to fight against the Prophet ﷺ because they knew that he was a man of honor and dignity and care, uh, like Abu Sufyan anhu. And the reality is, even during the Hijrah, the Prophet ﷺ, one of the wisdoms of leaving Ali anhu in his bed when he started the Hijrah was so that he could return the goods back to people who were entrusting him like they would a bank or like a storage place or he was an honest and fair and dignified person prior to Islam, both in his lineage and his truthfulness and after Islam, it only brought out the best in others. The second thing is loving life and loving Al-Habib There were unspeakable things that were done to him and to his family, and to many people that he cared about. And he still, any time it was directed at him, he forgave it. People tried to drop rocks on him from high above. People tried to poison him. People tried to, and did, uh, kill some of his most beloved friends and family. People drove people out of, you know, drove family and friends out of his city. And his own wife, uh, Khadija, anha, the Sira says that she passed away because of the boycott. She had become ill after the boycott. And so these types of things, the Prophet وسلم, stood his ground. He did protect his family. He did struggle. But he was a man of God. He was a man of nonviolence. In fact, for 13 years, while unspeakable tortures were being done to those around him, God commanded, Hold your hands back and establish prayer. In Medina, when they requested that he come and be a leader among 
the Os and the Khazraj and the the Arab tribes and the Jews and others who were in this blessed city of Yathrib. He accepted it wholeheartedly and he did an amazing job because anyone objectively looking at it, even from historical studies, knows that he he did accomplish what no other person has accomplished within a lifetime. Uh, the learning part is learning from life, that we are all Adamic in nature. Uh, the beauty of prophets, and I'm going to keep repeating this, is that yes, uh, everything that happens is a type of revelation and wisdom and teaching lesson for those that stood around them. Every prophet and messenger is protected from making mistakes in the sense of things that are uh, wrong doings. They had a choice between one good and a better choice, right? So there's yet they had a choice between two good things. The Prophet ﷺ always chose the best. And one of the ayat ma nansakh min ayatan aw nunsiha na'ti bi khayrin minha aw mitliha God caused the Prophet ﷺ to be in a state of forgetfulness so that he could teach others what to do in those instances. Yuha as a teaching lesson. As he would sometimes stand up when people didn't know how to pray Juma or pray certain Rakats, he would demonstrate what it looks like for us to seek forgiveness from God. So those are simple things. Again, uh, if God calls us to something that is good, that we know to be true, uh, we should never act against our best self-interest, especially if we know it to be true. We should be loving and nurturing and forgiving and overlooking as much as possible of course, while being uh, people who set boundaries and, and protect what is sacred. And then the final thing is we are all Adamic in nature. That means uh, we make mistakes, we forget, we uh, have slips and errors, and that's part of being in a school that we're not uh, preloaded with everything that is, was, and will be, right? We also are not like angels who do everything and anything God commands immediately without question uh, because people aren't that way, right? People are really in a discovery of what God asks of us. And I hope you discover your faith as much as I do, inshallah ta'ala. And I hope that during this time we also discover cure because again, for every uh, ailment there is a cure. And one of the beauties of anyone who does pass away is that Allah Azzawajal has promised them a special status among the shuhadat, people who strove and were sacrificed in that sense for a better place. So inshallah ta'ala will meet them there and they'll be beaming with happiness and joy because God chose them potentially to, to be with them at that moment. We don't ask for it. We don't want it for anyone we seek a cure and we ask everyone healthiness and forgiveness and and strength and everyone seeking a cure, but those who do pass, they're all into a better place, inshallah ta'ala. And with that, I ask Allah, نسأل الله العظيم رب العرش العظيم أن يشفينا ويشفي مرضانا ويرحمنا ويرحم موتانا ويشفي صدور قوم المؤمنين وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين